Welcome to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome to the IAB UK Connected podcast. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler, back with another episode of our Connected podcast, focused on some of the best work, new trends and freshest thinking we're seeing during the coronavirus lockdown. Today, it's the turn of Flora Williams, Connections Planning Business Director at OMD. Flora sits on our audio advisory group, so no surprise that we unpicked consumer listening trends, but we also got her take on agency life right now and covered everything from media owner relationships to making sure mental health remains high on everyone's priority list. I started by asking Flora how listening habits had changed in the last five weeks. Audio is really unique because audio is already uh, multi-platform in so many different places. It's basically anywhere that the, there's been a shift really. So instead of listening in car, which was a large um, proportion of listening previously, um, there's been a shift back into the home more. Um, and there's been a significant increase also in uh, voice activated devices mm. listening, which is really interesting. So it's been like 11% increase so far, which we've seen for that. Um, so overall, reach and hours for radio and audio in general have increased um like flash briefings have almost doubled um in terms of listening and podcasting is also really really um thriving during this time so 10 percent up as well so well let's get into post- podcasting so i'm really you sort of you, it depends on what you read i read i read something that which was about podcasting Mm-hmm. basically the large percent of podcasting which is done on the commute we don't have a commute therefore it's down and then i see these other stories which you know like it's this golden era of podcasting and it's never been higher that's interesting because i think that that highlights the challenge within um audio which we have which is that measurement is challenging at the moment because we're dependent on the radar survey and also on the Midas survey, which will be coming out soon and we'll get an update, but obviously it's quarterly. So therefore we're kind of more dependent on our own research and dependent on our mates, media owners and more general research to get updates. So what we've found from different media owners is, you know, slightly different numbers depending on different platforms. Um, But ultimately, yeah, we've seen an increase overall in podcasts by 10%, which we've got from global. Um, Spotify have sent some numbers as well to indicate a similar level of increase. But I think you just find Um, more moments in your day. So I think, you know, no, no, if you go to any supermarket, you're sort of sold out of baking stuff. So people are probably baking and cooking more podcast audio is at the perfect. So whilst you lose the commute, you create maybe these other moments in your day as well. Um, In terms of what brands are doing, um, maybe some of your clients as well, what's caught your eye in terms of audio brands behaving differently or taking advantage of some of this stuff? Well, reactivity within audio has been really, really interesting. Like, I work on Lidl and one of their first reactions to COVID was creating an audio advert, which was responsible messaging um, along the lines of social distancing, encouragement Mm. and coronavirus measures in store. Um, And I think that audio is a great tool for that because it's so trusted. So when you listen to radio at the moment, there are a lot of brands now who are spending short term and doing responsible messaging TFLs on Barclays have done an audio ad where they're in, which is made by their staff actually, encouraging mm. people not to phone the call center instead, use the app. 
Um, there's obviously the stay at home government campaign. So there are lots of different things. There's also thank you messages. Uh, thank you to anyone who's putting their lives at risk, especially the NHS. Um, but I think that the big opportunity at the moment, which is kind of being slightly missed as far as I can see, is more the brand led communications within audio. So yeah. keeping companies front of mind when new normal does commence is a huge opportunity. And you're, if you're not at the front of the queue, then you will lose out in more mm. difficult economic times. So it's more important than ever really to continue support. And audio is a great cost efficient way to stay salient. I mean, we're hearing it again and again. We had um, we had Jane from Kantar on last week. She was she was basically saying that there's all the evidence we've seen is that you should continue to spend continue, because you know brands that are strong going in and remain strong will be strong coming out. Uh, yeah. I see Peter Fields' um, piece that the the long, short, and the dark is exactly the same. You have to you've got to kind of maintain what you're doing. The messaging might change, perhaps some of the format stuff might change, but. Uh, ultimately you shouldn't be turning this off and maybe audio is a brilliant way of of making sure you can continue that well i think that the gap or the opportunity is that many radio stations like heart are all about the feel good it's a bit of escapism from the difficult Mm. times at the moment you know it's put on some fun music and really have a bit of positivity in your life and i think we all want to hear positive messages for the future as well gives us an opportunity to cut through and inject a bit of positivity into this difficult time as a brand, which I'm not hearing as much at the moment. Do you think it's, do you think there's a bit of uncertainty around that? The timing's just so critical, isn't it? You kind of don't want to appear tone deaf to the very serious situation we find ourselves in, but at the same time, you're absolutely right. People are at home longer than they've ever been before. You know, you can go out for an hour a day and go and get essential. So you are, craving this escapism whether that is netflix or prime video whatever it is <clears throat> whether it's radio whether it's a whole slew of podcasts that you've never listened to before even catching up on ones which which has been great for me but the the, mm. the timing and it's sort of changed so much even in five weeks hasn't it all the stuff at the start which was around very practical sort of you know wash your hands observe the stuff and now it feels like we're reaching a slightly different time the the, the end He's almost within grasp. You sort of start to see things being eased across Europe and New Zealand and we're sort of yeah. moving into a different phase of this thing, aren't we? That's it. So we've been looking at p- planning for the pandemic, as I'm sure many mm. different agencies and media owners are looking at and how your voice needs to change over time to be in line with um, human consumer behaviour and how everyone's feeling. And I think one of the most important things is to not just look at what the government are saying, but also social listening tools, um, up-to-date research. So we have a weekly research um, called Radar, which goes out to uh, a panel within the UK, which asks whatever questions we want to ask Mm. to be able to understand what the feeling is within the UK and what is appropriate really to communicate. I think that within your question around um positivity and what is appropriate i think that context is really key if you're running an ad just before the news clearly something really positive and fun yeah. isn't appropriate but if you're in a heart um radio ad slot and people have just been listening to girls just want to have fun uh, i don't <laughs> even know whether they play that <laughs> then it's like you know you can be more light-hearted yeah it's a really positive. good point 
Um, tell us a bit about um, life at uh, OMD, media agency side then. Um, I'm, I'm assuming this is sort of week four or five for you from working from home. How has it been so far? I think we're all up, we're all beyond the novelty of doing video conferencing and seeing around people's homes. Um, where are kind of you guys at now and, and how are you maintaining the culture at OMD? How are people being supported? Well, we're definitely in the swing of it, that's for sure. So <laughs> Rhythm, everyone's saying, yeah, I'm in the rhythm of this now. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be weird when we come out of it, mm. to be perfectly honest. But um, So we all stay connected. Everyone's having daily one-to-one phone calls with their team members via video chats. Um, we use Teams, which has been really great, actually. We have weekly all-agency huddles to stay connected as an agency. How, many, our, how many people's that? Uh, it's like 350 people, um, which is generally pretty glitch free, which is very impressive, (laughs) Um, which also includes an all agency quiz. um, Wow. Which is pretty cool. We've done a cahoots quiz, which has gone, which works really well. So that's like multiple choice. Yes. Um, And basically you can game it by just clicking really quickly. But And we have an all agency quiz with drinks on a Friday afternoon. Um, We have, you know, ad hoc drinks with our uh, teams and, you know, we're trying to do as much as what Mm. we can. There's also like media owners are setting up different yoga sessions, which we can tap uh, like view via, via zoom or via Instagram live. So lots of different opportunities there for us to keep fit. Um, But mental wellbeing as well. It's, of utmost importance I'm yeah. on the mental health team at OMD and um we've we think that's really really important to ensure that everyone's communicating how they're managing their mental well-being at home so we've got um a working remotely diary which someone um writes each week generally it's it's completely random someone within the agency <laughs> and they talk about what their week has been looking like and what they're doing to kind of adjust. Mm. Um, I mean, one guy has been whittling wood, which is pretty impressive to wow. me, perfectly honest. Was that an Very existing cool. hobby or is that a sort of a yeah. bought on by lockdown? I think it's been exacerbated. By <laughs> yes. But um, I think he was doing it previously, which is very impressive. Well, it is. Um, yeah. We have a weekly mailer from our mental health first aiders. Uh, including their like perky picks of the week in terms of like books, podcasts, songs, TV shows, stuff like that. Um, And links to more serious things like NABs who offer one-on-one calls with first aiders. Um, And we also have like a a kind of setup of a group where anyone can call us. So lots of different things from that side of things. That's great. And then we've also got um, a new program which is set up, which is called Thriving Remotely, which is encouraging everyone to take two hours each week. I think this is an amazing mm. um, opportunity for everyone because two hours a week is a long time, really. Yeah. Um, so it's a program which has four different kind of pillars, which is training in general, OMD community, mental and physical well-being, and then being creatively curious. Um, so there's a calendar of events and OMDs can sign up and create their own program. Nice. Ca- tailored for what they want to do for the month ahead. So that's brand new, but that's pretty cool because that's been set up remotely as well. Being creatively curious, that's nice. I mean, that can involve anything. Yeah. There's been one thing which has been set up, which is um, writing stories. So it's like a team of people who sign up to it for storytelling. One person writes 
a, I think it's a page of the story and then the next person picks it up Very and nice. continues. And so that's quite nice. I saw something I the other day. Well, but you never know. This is it. This is the time to hone your craft. Yeah, I saw true. someone had done that for kids. They'd like set up a site where you get like a professional writer to write the first few lines and then kids can get involved and kind of do it online. But out of all of these things sort of come, you know, when you're sort of like forced in a way to a situation, you, know, you sort of have to do things differently, um, which is interesting. Can I, can I ask you about me, Jonas? Because I think it's a really, it's something we haven't covered yet, but I think it's really interesting. So, so much of... Um, of what we do still, despite technology and being able to work virtually, even pre-lockdown, was about you know media media owners wanting to have face-to-face time with you to come in and talk yeah. to you, and that's been a big part about building the relationship, whether that's uh, coffee or lunch or meetings, whatever it might be. I mean, that is really hard to do now, and it's kind of hard to do virtually, right? So, how are you staying on top of you know what they've got to tell you about trends, about new developments, all that sort of stuff, and and I guess sort of trying to see it from their perspective how do you think they're getting on with it I'm sure that it's challenging for them to think outside the box of how to communicate with people what I would say is that honestly across the board it's been pretty amazing the communication Mm. which um, has formed so clearly we have loads of questions about the changing behavior um, of consumers which you know I've already spoken about why Um, and they have been sending weekly updates. A lot of people have been sending weekly updates, which we've been collating and sending to clients. Yeah, great. Which is really amazing. Um, we've also, so if I, I had a briefing yesterday where I briefed a media owner, um, and I just went on a Zoom call and we chatted and we had, you know, the usual kind of catch up yeah. via Zoom. But I know them. So it's slightly different. I'd say the mm. challenge is when, you, when it's a new person, establishing yeah. a relationship is challenging. Imagine getting the Omnicom patch, you know, two days before lockdown. You've got to like establish all these new relationships. That's hard. It's yeah. definitely hard. Yeah. That's interesting though. And I think it I, I think it's great that you're getting weekly stuff. And yeah, you're right. I think where you've got those relationships, I mean it's gonna be it doesn't really matter the kind of form you do it, you kinda of got it there, haven't you? Um yeah. we are uh, uh yes, well the thing I should ask you, because you're doing loads and loads of video calls, uh, and you're doing some big ones as well. Any video call tips, etiquette, you know, um, <laughs> hacks, and anything you can suggest? Are, you know, are you, are you getting, are you putting on full work attire for these things, or is it a top <laughs> half? You know, this is the this is the big only question. on the top half. Yeah, right. No, yeah, no. <laughs> it's pajamas um, and loungewear. Yeah, okay. That anything, anything goes. Um, video call tips. Well, my friend, I spoke to my f- friend yesterday, who's. Um, been she just did a course on this actually and she told me oh. that one of the best communication techniques is a thumbs up because you know it's, it's really clear uh it doesn't interrupt the conversation and they can everyone understands what it means um and actually i do that quite a lot i think when you know when people ask to everyone yes you know everyone okay okay cool yeah anything else you know quick thumbs up does actually work quite well so it sounds a bit cringe but i think no, it's actually we, quite s- simple but effective it's when yeah. you ask a question in some of these chats and you sort of get this wall of faces and nothing oh, no. I mean, and it's just like the feedback thing is really hard and we're probably all getting used to that um, the, the chat part as well is really good yes so if you've got a big team and you're communicating to a lot of people if you put the people who are um, communicating on video and everyone else not on video and on mute and then get them to use the chat, then you can respond to the chat, which yeah, is quite nice. good. 
um, turning your own video off as well is quite effective because you sort of stop doing that very vain thing of just looking at yourself all the time. So I've, sort of, <laughs> I've, I've started, I've sort of started that because you sort of lose concentration with things. Um, two things that we ask everyone when they come on floor. The, the first is, can you describe the view for us from where you're sitting right now? I do have a nice view out the window. <laughs> Tell us what's out the window. <laughs> um, leaf, leafy Wimbledon which Wonderful. is quite nice actually yeah so uh, it is a leafy tree ridden back garden which is with, nice with beautiful weather for April. it is sunny today yeah second question um did you write a lockdown to-do list and if you do have one have you ticked anything off of it yet i've created a vegetable patch in my back garden that's good um waiting for the veg to grow um but I'm, i haven't looked up how to actually maintain that side of things what sort of stuff you got in there it. Talk to us. What sort of stuff have you got in? A bit of asparagus, potatoes. I'm not sure whether anyone actually wants to hear this. I mean, this um, is this is the content people want from the IBK podcast. Cutting edge. Um, <laughs> bit of wild garlic, mostly because oh. that was growing like a weed in my garden. Um, bit of wild garlic, bit of onion, broccoli, beetroot. Um, yeah, I need to buy some more stuff. I mean, you're sorted. If the lockdown does go on beyond three weeks i mean you're sort of self-sufficient for at I least six really months i don't know why beetroot i thought was an essential i should have gone with lettuce really wow it's you know we live really you can do it in the next lockdown whenever that yeah whenever that might come. um flora thank you so much for taking some time to share with us well not just the consumer listening stuff but also what's going on at, at omd and all the various things you're doing it sounds amazing but thank you very very much for joining us no problem thank you the iab uk podcast flora williams from omd there and I'm really glad she talked about mental health because we had James from Sanctus very early on in this series talking about the kind of the discipline that you need yourself to, you know, balance the the good things with the not so good things, the things like the the binge watching and maybe some of the binge eating and stuff like that. And I think about myself now in what weeks sort of five and six, the sort of the, the diet's gone out the window. I'm on the sort of you know, three main meals and eight mini meals a day. So that discipline's got to come back. So it's probably a bit of a timely reminder to all of us that we, we do really need to look after our mental health right now. And then on podcasting, um, I was looking at some search listings, two article headlines, one on top of another. Uh, one, it appears people staying at home all the time is bad news for podcasting uh, and a slightly more joyous take from Digiday underneath. In the age of coronavirus, publishers see a podcast mini boom. So it feels like the jury's still slightly out on that, so it was good to get Flora's take on, on what's going on with uh, with podcasting as well. Um, that's it for today, but we'll be back next week with another episode. If you enjoyed what you've just heard and you want to listen to more like it, you can find all of the previous episodes from this series on the Connected Hub on our site. Just go to iabuk.com forward slash connected or find them on Spotify or in all the usual places you get your podcasts from. And if you have time slash feel inspired to do so, we'd love for you to give us a rating review and share the podcast with someone else you think might enjoy it too if you want more information on what we do at the IB especially right now uh, and you want to get in touch find us online at ibuk.com or at ibuk on twitter and instagram stay safe stay home and thanks for listening IAB UK, building a sustainable future for digital advertising.